Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Welcome into the Pick LJ Podcast. Gerald Hodge with the Appalachia Georgia Friends of the Bears. Welcome back in. It's good to have you back on. It is good to be back. Thank you. Well, it's cold outside, so uh, I'm guessing that means this is the time of year for the Bears to start hibernating. I guess they start crawling in their holes and dens and caves. Is that is that kind of where they live? Is it stereotypical like that? It's a little bit more complicated than that. A lot of people <laughs> think that. I often get the question of uh, caves and a lot of people's vision is of the bears in the cave and there's candles and all that yep, stuff. Yep. And that's, of course, the, uh, the cartoon version. Right. Bears have a variety of dens, natural dens. Typically, they can uh, have a beneath uh, root balls or down trees. They could be under brush piles. So they can be in ground dens or what we call, often call nest in thickets. They uh, can go up high in hollow trees. As long as it's about 24 inches or greater in diameter, they can uh, get down into it like that. As long as the area is big enough to get their heads into, bears don't have shoulders, so they can get into smaller spaces than we can. But they're typically uh, in, in, in something, right? Like you're not going to just see them laying on the ground, right? Yeah, they can be, depending on the location. Oftentimes, adult males will just make a day bed, and uh, depending on what the weather's like, in warm days, they may get up and move around a little bit and then go back down again. Now, they have some unnatural places they could be, too. They could be in culverts. They could be in crawl spaces, you know, under porches, piles of construction debris, unoccupied structures like the sheds and stuff like that. There's two weird cases that I know about that one in West Virginia where the sow denned in a clover leaf of the inter- an interstate up there and had her cubs in it. Oh, uh, boy. And then uh, down in Alabama, there was uh, a huge pile of tires and a bear decided to hibernate underneath the, the pile of tires. If they could find a spot and it's quiet and they can get undisturbed. Of course, like I said, you know, about the bear and the clover leaf, you can describe one thing about a bear and they'll always be that bear that proves you to be a liar, too. <laughs> but So how common is that? I mean, because I imagine that stuff's got to be around, you know, some, some populated areas. I would imagine that they would kind of be around less populated areas. How common is it for them to end up in places like that? More often than you would think. Got a guy that I know out uh, out in South Lake Tahoe. Who uh, His name is Tahoe Tugi, and he's got a Facebook page. And he spends a lot of time chasing bears out from underneath rental cabins and second homes out in that area. I got to meet him last year when we went to the 6th International Human Bear Conflict Workshop that was held in South Lake Tahoe. He does that a lot in the fall. And then the rest of the time, he's chasing bears out from other places they, they don't need to be, tourist areas, of course. When we say that bears are going into hibernation, I mean, what does that mean? I know that generally they're sleeping, but what does hibernation really entail for the bears? Well, for bears, bears are not true hibernators. They go in more of a state of torpor. Their body temperature and respiration doesn't drop as much as, say, a ground squirrel or a groundhog or something like that. They'll burn up to 4,000 calories a day. They'll lose about 23 to 30% of their body weight. A pregnant female may lose up to 45% of her body weight. Their heartbeat drops to about 8 to 10 beats per minute, and uh, the body temperature will drop from about 100 degrees to about 90 or uh, 85 degrees. So the body slows down. They don't urinate, defecate, eat, or drink during that time period. Their body recycles their waste. Wow. 
and their body does a whole lot of healing during that time period. There's a injured bears, you know, if a bear goes in the den with some type of injury, it will, for a large part, will heal while they're in den. There was one story that I'm aware of that a few years ago it happened in Sugarland Visitor Center up in Great Smoky Mountains National Park. A sow was hit by a car and uh, the National Park took her to the University of Tennessee College of Veterinary Medicine and she was evaluated by Dr. Ed Ramsey. And the choice was you either euthanize the bear or they were close, it was close to denning time. So they decided to, you know, it's very possible that she would heal. She had multiple broken bones to include uh, her pelvis being messed up, her hips. So they put a radio collar on her and took her out uh, into an area where there were several den sites. And she went to sleep and she emerged from the den in April with three cubs. She had a lamp but she lived with the cubs throughout the year and went back into den. And of course the following year, the family breakup took place. Wow. So it, and they, another amazing thing that happens to them later in the denning cycle is they lose their paw pads. The paw pads slough off and they, they have new feet basically. So they're really regenerating their pads. Yeah. They regenerate the pads. And of course, like I said, the bodies, their bodies regenerate. And uh, there's a lot of research going on to how that happens, especially they want to see if they can take that biology because they don't lose muscle mass and they, they want to try to use that in helping people that are in immobile or long-term comas and that kind of thing. So while they're in hibernation, I mean, there's got to be some some odd bears out there that maybe don't go on the same time frame or something, right? Is it still possible to kind of see them wandering around during this time? Yes, it is. So all the bears don't go to sleep at the same time. It right. just depends on the latitude they're at. Our bears will go to sleep a little later in this part of the, the nation, the Southern Appalachian Mountains. The first ones to go to den are the pregnant females, along with the females that have cubs that were born back in January. So they, they'll go down and sleep. Then it's followed by the other females, you know, the subdelt females and subdelt males. And that's about, that's taking place right about now. And then after that, it's the adult males. So by the beginning of the year, all of them should be down and asleep. Now, the three things that put the bears into to torpor, commonly called hibernation, is the lack of natural daylight. You know, the days get shorter, it's wintertime. The temperature drops, you know, it's wintertime, it gets cooler uh, or colder. And then the lack of natural food. And I, I'm like a teacher, every time I say that, I stomp my foot and uh, like a teacher does in front of the class when something's going to be on a test. <laughs> uh, lack of natural food because... The bears that have access to human provided food during that time period tells their bodies, hey, you don't need to go to sleep. You got you got plenty of food. Mm. So it, tr it tricks their body. So yeah, you're gonna see some bears out there, but they're probably gonna be around subdivisions and stuff like, or near near human habitats where they can get a hold of the bird feeders, the trash, the wildlife feeders and that kind of thing. So you mentioned pregnant females a few times. So from the sounds of it, are they having their cubs during hibernation? Absolutely. Great question. Thank you for asking. We celebrate black bear birthday is January 22nd. All black bear cubs are born within a week or two, plus or minus January 22nd. So at 30 day time period, of course, you're going to have some outliers in the on the edges, but 
most of them are born on that 30-day time period. And that's yeah. the reason why she burns so much for body fat. Mama's nursing them. The breeding season is between June and August. For the American black bear, they will not develop an embry- into embryos until November. Her body will tell her, you have enough body fat to get you through the wintertime. You have enough body fat to have cubs. What's called a blastocyst will implant in her, her uterine wall. And then 60 days later is when the cubs are born. So when they're born, they don't have any fur, their eyes are closed, their ears are closed, the same size as a can of Coke, same, about the same size and weight as a can of Coke, and she takes care of them. She don't go out, take a break or anything. She's there the entire time nursing and grooming those cubs. And how many, how many cubs do they typically have? Naturally, one to three cubs. Okay. However, when bears are around humans, we're seeing four to five cubs. Currently, there's a study going on in Asheville. It was a one-year study, and I think they're expanding it out to three years. And they have a lot of bears in the Asheville area, and they're regularly seeing four to five cubs. The hypotheses on that is human-provided food. Right, that was going to be my guess. hormones in it, and they think it's boosting their fertility up. And the other one is uh, the chlor- the calories. They, they have a lot more calories with human-provided food than they do natural food, and that may be doing it or a combination of both of them. So say that so, again, you said it's possibly the hormones in our food that's doing it. Yeah, and and they're also seeing that female bears don't become sexually mature until about four or five years old. They're finding that the three-year-olds are having cubs. Wow, that's kind so, of scary for our food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's an issue. Um, it's one of the reasons why we emphasize over and over again to for folks to put their the garbage up. All right. Well, Gerald, I would love to ask you some more questions, but we're running out of time. So I got to say thank you again for being on. It was a pleasure speaking with you and uh, look forward to having you on again and talking more about the bears and especially when they start to come back out again. I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about. Yep. About March times when the, the males will come out. All right. Thank you, Gerald. That's going to do it for this episode of the Pick LJ podcast. Remember to go to our website, WLJARadio.com. Go to the podcast page and find the Pick LJ podcast so you can hear this episode and any other episode that you might have missed. Also, check your favorite streaming services as well. Join us next week. We'll have Jessica Carmichael back with the Falls at Blue Ridge and Picture Perfect Adventure. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.